right. Mics are hot. Cool. Today on 91 Octane, of course, we're going under the hood and covering your latest headlines. We talk about chasing cars, since we always do that and forever will. Mm-hmm. And then finally, profiling the legends, a, tar man- a tire manufacturer slash food reviewer. Mm. Mm. Well, let's get into it. This thing is a freaking monster. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. I'm Randy. And let's kick it off. I'll start it with a headline. Toyota's winning streak seems to have come to an end. Yeah. Right. They have taken their first L. Yeah. And it started with a Facebook post in July 10th. Okay. Right. Blake Alvarado took his Toyota GR86 to autocross. In a sweeping left-hand turn, yeah, his car seized, and that was that. About 15 days later, um, his warranty claim mm-hmm. from Toyota was denied. Yes, um, the the damage was, and the the root cause of the issue was that there's an excess RTV um, on the oil pan. Yes, and that broke off. And clogged the oil pickup tube. And so our RTV is what? Like a caulking or a sealant. It is oh, caulking, li- yes. Liquid sealant that hardens. Liquid gasket. Yeah, liquid it's, gasket. Yeah, yeah, it's liquid gasket. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, I get why the the European cars leak oil because we don't use them. You oh, know, you know, okay. We, we use the actual formulated gaskets. Oh, okay. Metal gaskets or whatever, mm-hmm. and not RTV. But it looks like it's become a problem for the JDM Legend Toyota. Yes. So uh, it's spun a bearing. Motor's done. Yeah, because the straw got clogged. That picks up the oil, right? The yeah, ex- essentially. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. the straw got clogged. So, mm-hmm. um, the. The Toyota dealership denied the claim mm-hmm. and gave him an estimate of $11,000 to fix the car. Wow. At this point, obviously, there's outrage. They're posting it on Facebook, but he needs his car fixed, and he's assuming it's not going to get fixed. So he takes it to a Subaru dealer, and they put a used motor in for $7,000. Okay. Which is cool, I guess, but he's still out $7,000 mm-hmm. on a car that should have been covered under warranty. Right. So July 25th is when they say, no, 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 we're not going to cover it. Mm-hmm. Um, there is debate on whether it was Toyota themselves who denied it or if it was just dealerships being dealerships. Sure. Right. It's kind of hard to tell which is which. Yeah. But Toyota is kind of trying to indicate this was a dealership mistake. They're pushing it on They're them. They're pushing it on them. Interesting. So okay. Road and Track picks up the the story Ooh, on August 2nd. A big company. Yeah, big company. Media Road company. and Track picks mm-hmm. up the, the story on August 2nd. It, it breaks down everything I just told you, mm-hmm. right? There's no real result. Yes. By the end of the day, mm-hmm. by the end of the day, Toyota has gone back on the initial denial of the warranty claim and has let the uh, Mr. Alvarado know that they're going to fix his car. Fix or pay for what he's already gotten So fixed. that's the part I couldn't oh, find. okay. So I'm assuming the cost that he's already incurred would have to be reimbursed. Yeah, that's typically how it would work. Right? Yes. Uh, but also, he took on a used motor. 
right? Yes. But it was done at a certified dealer at Subaru. But it's not Toyota now. So there's I don't know. So I don't know how they I don't know how they make them square. Because the, all they say, the only the only information they gave is that they would fix it for him. That the the warranty claim is now accepted and would be processed. But at this point, his car's already fixed. So what are they going to do? What would you want them to do for you? Not want, at this point in time. You've already got the used engine. You went to Subaru. Is them reimbursing you the seven k that you paid? I, I mean enough. I, no. No, I'd want a new motor. You'd want a new motor. Yeah, I mean it's a brand new car. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah, I put used motors in the E36. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm expecting a brand new motor in a warranty replacement, mm-hmm. right? And then you know the big debate is Toyota gives you a track day, yeah, and NASA membership with yep. the purchase of yeah. these cars, right? Yes. So they're telling you that you can take this car and do high-performance driving with it. Mm-hmm. But the reason why they denied the claim yeah. is because they looked up pictures of the car, and at it, it, it some autocross turn, he was sliding it a little bit, and there were smoking on the tires. And that was why they denied the claim. Mm. So they denied the claim for the thing that Toyota tells you to do. <laughs> you know? And yeah, it's like, yeah. okay. But yeah. so then I started digging deeper, okay. right? It turns out that in the warranty language, uh-huh. in Europe, there's explicit language with Toyota vehicles, but specifically the Yaris that says warranty is covered, is included for high performance driving events, racing, all that stuff. In North America, that language is omitted. Oh, right. Omitted. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Uh And if if I'm going to read it word for word. Right. Uh, Participation in high performance driving creates a risk of personal injury, injury or death and may cause damage to your vehicle. That's not covered by your insurance or warranty. Ooh. Please refer to your insurance policy and your vehicle's warranty and maintenance guide that describes the terms and conditions of Toyota's new vehicle limited warranty coverage as well as general owner responsibilities. Wow. So so they're te- on, on it, yeah. In marketing they're like, "Hey, take this car to to, yeah. to race it's it." It's a fun car. Yeah, go to go to autocross it. Here's a free day, but if you fuck it up, we're not covering it. <laughs> Uh, and yeah. it took road and track picking up this story for it to for, for, for them Toyota to, to do something about back. it. And they they told Mr. Alvarado, they said, hey, you know, we're going to fix your car and any future damage you do to the car, uh, you know, in high performance driving events will be covered. Oh. But the executive also said we are treating these in a case by case basis. Mm. So this isn't a blanket statement for everybody. This is just for him because he was on road and track and it's damaging our brand, <laughs> which I think is absolutely insane. Uh, it's at, OK. So at least he got some um, action out of Toyota. For, yeah, for raising um, the red flag, right, right, online. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, we have the internet now to do that. Yeah, yeah. To embarrass big, powerful companies because pre-internet, nah, you, no, good way. luck. Yeah, yeah you're, been, he would have been stuck. Yeah, you would have. Your letter would have just gone to La La Land, mm-hmm. and nobody would even know who you are. Yeah, like no mag. Well, 
You'd maybe, have maybe Road and Track picked up the story. You'd have to like do a full thing with a Road and Track, or and a you'd car have to wait a month for the issue yeah, to come out, yeah. or three yeah, or yeah. six or oh, yeah, whatever, whatever you know, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So at least he has a course um, from which he can actually take action. Yeah, yeah. This way, so I'll I'll say that because we lived in a pre-internet age. Yeah, yeah, we're dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, so I think that's great. I think Toyota is in a weird spot because they do promote NASA. Yeah. For the Supra, the GR Corolla, and this 8.6. Yeah. So it's dicey. And it's surprising to me that they don't want to warranty it. Is it, it is for you? I mean, that the fact that I mean, I think it's probably like the fact that they do it in Europe and not here. Because there's no NASA in Europe, right? <laughs> well, are, no, are but they, they, is there's there, performance driving. But is there an did they do an equivalent marketing campaign where you get a free? I don't know, but they are telling the, the consumers that it'll be covered under warranty if they do. Uh, oh, over there. I, w- I would I rather see. I would rather them cover That's the warranty point. and not give me a free track day. I agree. You know, I agree. And yeah, and it's. Consumers are probably better protected in Europe than they are here, and that's why they, this language is there. Perhaps, right? Yeah. And, yeah. But yeah, it's. Uh, I wouldn't honestly. I wouldn't even think to read the All that warranty, language. right? Because yeah. it, I would almost assume it's covered. Obviously, that'd be a big mistake, especially yeah. in this case. Yeah. But yeah, that's wild, man. But on on the flip side of this, and shout out to Eli. Eli was like. We were chatting back and forth on this. Okay. And it's a, if the motor isn't messed up, it's a simple fix. Oh, yeah. Just so drop, we um, might be please. able to get some cheap 8.6s soon. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying you scrape off the old RTV. Yeah. And you put on a clean, thin coat, a bead. Yeah. And then put the oil pan back yeah, on. Yeah, right? man. It's just caulking. That's all it is. <laughs> it's just caulking. It's all it is. Excess caulking. That's all it is. But, mm. you know, I'm glad they made this guy whole, but. There are more cars out there experiencing these issues. People are posting them. Uh, really? Yeah. Gary King posted one that caught fire. He got he. It's not his. It's right? not his. But okay. he posted somebody who caught fire. Um, How would that happen? A fire, overheating. Uh, yeah, it, the, it blows up. Right, car overheats, blows up, puts okay. a hole through, you know, the block. And I don't know, ignites the fuel and something happens. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah. But it caught fire. Okay. You know, I, I don't know that. I don't know that's that. That's a bit my, like. I don't on. know that that was the cause of the fire. Right, 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 but right. But it right. caught fire. Okay, so the car right? caught fire. Yeah. But he could have lit it on fire. <laughs> well, it didn't look that way. Right. Fair yeah, enough, fair he enough. He could have, yeah. but yeah, yeah, it, yeah, didn't, yeah, yeah. it didn't look that way. So, so it's basically, there's a lot of negative uh, social yeah, media. Yeah, there's a lot of people on commentary. the Reddit post for this uh-huh. that are also jumping in and saying, hey, yeah, this happened to me and I'm going through really? issues. Yeah, and so... They're having... Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, you, if the oil pickup tube is getting clogged, yeah. it's not going to take a sweeper for... You know, for the right, the bearings to go dry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's true. You know, we're gonna probably hear more and more of this. Was there? How did they prove that it was clogged? Was it there was some in the tube? Uh yeah, they opened it. They actually showed pictures. So oh, they opened really? the motor and they showed pictures of where all the pieces were like clogged up. Wow. And, uh, where what bearings were messed up and okay. all that stuff. So yeah, they did a, a full diagnostic, and that was by the dealer. 
Right? Oh, the, the dealer did that. Okay. Yeah, because they have to yeah, for the have, claim. Yeah. And okay. then they were like, but we're not going to cover it because there's pictures of your car sliding. Ah, uh, that's BS. Yeah. That is absolute BS. Yeah. And I will say, like, as w- when I own this uh, 8th Gen SI, yeah. the, the, stick, the transmission is known to get notchy. Okay. And it was one of those situations where it should have gotten fixed, like synchros or something inside the trans. Um, but it never did. And we, at that time, as a community of 8th Gen Civic SI owners, still didn't have the power of the internet and a forum group to complain. Okay. Whereas now clearly Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's oh, that's yeah. the nice thing. I kind of yeah. I'll say I've been through it. At least it wasn't catastrophic for my car. Yeah. But it's a pain in the ass. And I felt like Honda kind of did me wrong by not ever acknowledging that even with a technical service bulletin that there was an issue with the transmission. Yeah, I mean BMW never did anything about the rod bearings on the you know, <laughs> either, huh? you know? like they yeah. never did shit, yeah. you know, and yeah. that was yeah. whether it was overblown or not, it uh-huh. was a big point and there were lawsuits. Yeah. And they never, you know, never followed through on any sort of remediation. Wow. You know, they just said, "Oh, it's a maintenance item. Figure it out." <laughs> but we'll see what continues in the Toyota saga. Yes. Next Re- headline. Next headline, the uh F1 race day in las vegas that date was declared for next year oh it was already you didn't know i didn't know i didn't know so that date is actually the weekend before thanksgiving i think it's like november 18th okay sema is at the start of november typically right it's the first week of november yeah the day after halloween usually so the question really is now and i guess it's not just for you but from an attendance perspective, we saw SEMA's decline from the last time we went. Yeah, yeah. And before this show started, I was like, we going to SEMA this year or not? You yeah. know, and there's just like a, ah, <laughs> like a, like a, a sigh of, I'm not sure. Yeah. Even for me internally. So the, qu- so the question the is. The question is next year and even this year, it, they go hand in hand, I'd say. Yeah. What is the take on? Well, it's, I, I guess it'll be harder decision next year. SEMA or F one? If it's a, if it has to be either or, yeah. And we can get into F one and watch parts or the whole weekend. What's the choice? I mean, that's kind of hard. It is hard. Let's say we can get in, we can get some seats and actually watch practices, races, qualifying races. Let me let me put it this way. Yeah. Fuck SEMA. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that sad truth? I I mean, like, it's a sad truth. This is the easiest decision. When you said that, I was like, you know what? No. Yeah. Yeah. The only part. The only part I still like about SEMA uh, is. is getting together with friends. all our car friends from across the nation, <laughs> right? And like, that's it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that's true. And, and so, if there was a way that we could do that without SEMA, yeah, I'm done with SEMA. <laughs> I am done with SEMA, man. Yeah, 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 no, it was yeah. Considering how empty it was last year, yeah, um, it just feels like. It's just like a glorified car meet. I don't know. You know, it is. Like it's not. It's a glorified car meet. None of that product 
is absent from the internet, meaning you could just see all that stuff online. Yeah. And you could focus on what's relevant to your niche. Yep. You don't have to go through overlanding. You don't have to go through the the raised donks and the, you know, 20, 30 inch right. rims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like all that crap and yeah. walk around that to see this SI or the whatever car you want to see. You know, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You're, you're doing a lot of foot traveling just to walk past all those damn cars. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that is a it is a good place to like network. Yes, that's true. But I swear, like it's like the nerd show before the parody. Now, I feel like a lot. And and correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, right. But I feel like a lot of the people that we've met mm-hmm. that aren't that we haven't met outside of SEMA. Right. I'm not talking about the fix it bong bongs. I'm not okay. talking okay. about you know like. Sure. The people that the network that we created outside of SEMA that we met there, I'm talking about the people we've strictly met at SEMA, like the guy at the at the product area that we met. Which product? Sorry. The like new product showcase. Oh, yeah. 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 That never panned out. Uh, Yeah. It's just like. It's I feel a f- like people at SEMA think they're bigger than they are. Yeah. Like because of because they're there. SEMA. Yeah. 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 Okay. And it just doesn't. I feel like it's not a great environment to network in that case. Right. You're like, I, I, I just don't like I don't I don't like dealing with egos. You know, when it comes, I just want to have a conversation. I want to be cool with you. Yeah. You're chill. I'm chill. Let's go have a drink and figure out what, what car stuff we can do together. Interesting. You know, and I feel like a lot of the conversations I have is I'm being sold something. Yeah. You yeah. know, like I'm being and I and I get that that's sort of the, the intention, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I'm more interested in the relationships. Right. The byproduct of those relationships will be the benefit of sales, will sure. be the benefit of all that stuff. Sure. You know, stop selling yourself so hard. You know, it's, yeah. it's not. Yeah, it, it's just but it's it, it's also just my own personal preference. Right. I don't know if you see it that way. Well, I mean. That is the way of the American world. Like Instagram is totally that. Yeah, for sure. Which right? makes it another reason why it doesn't really need. I don't want. I don't want to experience Instagram live. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that is Instagram live. What a miserable experience yeah. that sounds like. Yeah. You know? Like that's, that's funny. Yeah. That you say that. Yeah. But you have to walk through all the other sh- like shit you don't care about. Oh, to yeah. get To the stuff you do care about. Oh, God, you're right. That's all it is. Yeah. That's all SEMA is. So Instagram it's life. We're just scrolling through. Okay, we yeah. don't want the donk trucks. Yeah, we don't okay. want the American Ooh, muscle. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah we'll yeah. stay here for a little while. <laughs> yeah. I like this. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, it's a Euro car. It's a JDM car. Cool. Yeah. Great. Oh, I got to walk past the Corvettes, all, all the blah, blah, blahs, all yeah. the classic Americans. EV conversions for muscle cars. I don't care about that stuff. Yeah. I mean, even so, even taking F1 out of the equation, Mm -hmm. I was already on the fence. Yeah. You know, with a decision between F1 versus SEMA. Yeah. Definitely not going to SEMA. Interesting. So that's this year. Yeah. Unless our friends go is what we're saying. Yeah. And I'd I'd almost I would almost want to take what we invest into SEMA Mm -hmm. and like maybe like create like some sort of meet oh. or invite people over mm. you know like yeah you know 
That's an interesting know, point. You know, like, ah. Or like just a K1 event in Vegas. Or even fly out to them instead, right? Oh, that's an interesting let's go, point. Let's go out to Virginia. Yeah, to Virginia. Let's go to the Raceway. Carolinas. Let's, we'll, go, let's go visit those tracks. We'll rent a car at Hertz, and then we'll just drive a car at Hertz. Fuck that. No. <laughs> you can drive. I'll, I'll fly. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I mean, when we get there, we would rent oh, a car oh. and drive it at Virginia International Oh, yeah, 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 yeah for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 100%. 100%. That's an interesting point. Yeah, I will. I will. I, I think. I think those experiences would be much better, and 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 the network, we'd create a network from the network we already have, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. we would meet new people, new friends that they know in those areas. Yeah, that's an interesting point. You know, and and I think, I think that would be a much more fruitful trip business wise yeah. and soul wise. Ah, uh, you know, the, yeah. I, it, it, it's still the United States, sure. But it's a different culture, right? It is. You know, it's a, a different culture. A billion percent. You know, so yeah. you're going to experience new things, mm-hmm. new restaurants, new people, new flavors, new new ideas. New parts of America that yeah. you never set foot in. Right. Exactly. And that's old America. And I'm not going to want to just scroll past shit. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. You know, yeah. So SEMA, yeah, I get there's a purpose for it. Interesting it doesn't, point. It doesn't fill my purpose. That's an interesting point. Yeah. I'd be down to go to Virginia if we had a place to crash at a uh, fix it bong bongs. And well, I mean, I, I would stay at a hotel. Okay, <laughs> I'm staying in his room on the floor. What are you talking about? This is college, dude. College, I can't live like that anymore, man. I did it for so fix long. Fix it bong bong. Yeah. How's us? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be down 100%. Actually, he would be. He yeah. might have a barn or something. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. No, that'd just, be, that yeah. would be cool. That's a good inter- an interesting point. Yeah, for sure. I like that idea a lot. Yeah. So then next year, it's almost a for sure like F1 over SEMA. Oh, but yeah. This year, probably SEMA's unlikely. Uh, or we yeah. lean no, but who knows as it gets closer, right? I'd, I'd like to... I'd like to discuss it further, probably off mic, yeah. to see if there's something else that we could do. So right? one interesting thing is RJ Devera became a VP there. Okay. He's the guy that was in Fast and Furious and helped to guide the show. Right. So he's got a younger mindset. Mm-hmm. He's got a more, uh, he has, you know, he's a millennial like us. And, right. You know, he's influential in the industry in his own ways. So he may be able to pivot SEMA into something that's more relevant to us because he hopefully has power within SEMA to make change. But I think the issue with SEMA is not so much. I, I think they it's have too big, right? Is that, I, I mean, think that's what it is, but it is relevant to us, right? It like, is. I mean, oh, they, okay, they, okay. Have, they have the, they have the tuner cars. They mm-hmm. have Hoonigan. They have, you know, tuner products. It's just, all of it is available to us elsewhere and doesn't cost you know, us a trip to Vegas. Yeah, we could go to Hoonigan's Burnyard here and just watch that yeah, crap there. And uh, I mean, maybe we're spoiled out here, and we that's are why spoiled. we and that's why we think this way. A thousand percent. Spoiled. But yeah, I just don't. I just don't see because the 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 core purpose of SEMA is to network, meet under vendors, and do all that and stuff. and show off your product and show off your product exactly right. Right. We we don't have products. Yeah. Right. We're covering it as media. We're covering as media, but. uh, Yeah, that's like gray. (laughs) Yeah. But even then, there isn't even the stuff that we like. It doesn't. I'm not going to cover shit that doesn't excite me. Let's say. Yeah. Right. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, (laughs) we're still stuck on this. Like. Keith Urban getting a free guitar. Like, yeah. Oh, I can't believe we sat through that 10 minutes. <laughs> I, I want the 10 minutes of my life back. <laughs> I can't believe it either. I'm still so 
so mad. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, what, yeah. No. That's yeah. like forever stuck in my mind that Same I want that here. time back in yeah. my life. Yeah, it always comes up on these episodes, you know, and then it probably will for the rest of time. The last person that needs a guitar in this world. Yeah, dude. <laughs> seriously. Yeah. But anyway, let's get into our next Go headline. Ahead. So Netflix is trolling the car world, and I feel like no one is noticing. Okay. Do you have Netflix? I do, but I it's a shared account. And I'm not paying for it. Do you? Okay. I don't know why you had to share that. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm illegally using Netflix. Uh, somebody share their password. Yeah, no, nah, that's cool. Yeah, they'll shut it down soon. Yeah, they will. Um, But they're putting out car shows. Rust to Riches. Yeah. Rust Valley Restorers. Even that's West Coast Customs kind of came back on. Oh, they, like old shit? Or? Yeah, no, like new stuff. Oh, okay. And the F1, Drive to Survive. Uh, F1, Drive to Survive, but I'm excluding that from this. Okay. okay. I'm talking about like. Uh, the Discovery Channel car shows. The Discovery Channel, like uh, modding cars and restoring car yeah. shows, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Rust Valley Restorers is like a Canadian show with like these. Uh, these two Canadian guys that work to restore like really shit cars and they actually make some nice cars and sell them at normal prices. Like you'll hear like 30 K 40 K for the cars that they sell for. So it's a little more realistic, but man, it's a hard show to watch. Yeah. Like they're really like, it's just, it's scripted weird. It's dumb. Yeah. And then there's the West coast customs, which is kind of just, it's the same thing, but for Hollywood. It's the same thing, but drier. Yeah. Yeah. Now enter Rust to Riches. Okay. So they feature Gotham Garage, uh, which originally actually started by building uh, 60s Batmobile replicas, okay. which is why they got the name Gotham Garage. Okay. They got sued, right? So they couldn't do that anymore. Mm. Um, Constance Marie is part of the staff. She's their engine builder. Okay. Even though they never do engine work. <laughs> uh-huh. They just drop in engines probably, right? Yeah, and they're building stuff that it's okay, all all they build a concept car, okay. which was a concept car uh paired with a concept bike. And the whole goal of theirs was we need to build high-end cars to cater to high-end clients because we don't want to build to requirements anymore we want high-end clients to say here have a quarter million dollars and mm-hmm. build me a nice car mm-hmm. right so that was their goal so they took a c4 corvette okay right mm-hmm. strike one <laughs> <laughs> which is the 80s one right uh yeah 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 okay. and okay. then they put a like fiberglass like Bugatti slash Koenigsegg body style on it mm-hmm. with like the shoddiest fiberglass work you could imagine. Okay. Like orange peel paint. Mm-hmm. If I I got some close up pictures of the vinyl work, they okay. vinyl wrapped like some of the front grills mm-hmm. and like they couldn't even vinyl wrap correctly. There's like vinyl hanging off on the edges where they couldn't actually oh. smooth them in. Okay. Right. It's like shoddy, shoddy work. Right. Mm-hmm. And on the show, they expect us to believe that somebody paid $285,000 for this. C4 vet, fiberglass body, no engine work, you said. No engine work. 280K. 280K. Okay. Okay. Like, what the hell is wrong, right? Uh So then they move on to a Corvette. It's a real estate guy, right? Gives them $100,000 to build them a custom Corvette. Okay. So they take an old Stingray. 
Okay. Right? Wide body it. Put some nasty, like, gills oh, in the gosh. front uh-huh. with, like, shitty carbon, like, sh- the shittiest carbon fiber work <clears throat> I've ever seen. Okay. Right? The paint job is not too bad, but they didn't, actually, they did change the original color of the car. And they have, like, a like a metal, they have, like, a metal splitter on it that kind of hovers under the front end. Okay. That looks like a barbecue grill. Okay. I mean, it's hideous. Uh-huh. $100,000. Wow. He played $100,000 for a Stingray. Right. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, one, I'm watching this and talking about it. So somehow it's working. (laughs) Wait, this was Rust. Oh, Gotham. Gotham Garage's Rust to Riches. Rust to Riches. Okay. Okay. And so I'm like, is Netflix there? Aside from F1's Drive to Survive. Okay. This is the only other meaningful car content Netflix has. Yes. Are they... Are they just not aware, don't care, or they are actually intentionally trolling the car community with some of this stuff? Mm. Like, are they, does, is Gotham Garage really benefiting from this kind of exposure? I would think so. I mean, you can see the shoddy work. Yeah. Right? It's oh, I see. That's you know, your like, point. That's yeah. your point. So, like, they're every, highlighting crap. Yeah. They're highlighting there, there's the a whole subreddit dedicated to how trashy. Their cars are really, yeah. yeah, interesting. And the name of that subreddit, uh-huh. you want to guess? Uh, Gotham Garage. Just Gotham Garage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, really? you would assume that's like the subreddit for Gotham Garage, yeah, right? But it's just trashing, but them. it's just trashing them. It's like picture after picture of all the shoddy work they do. Okay, you know, all the bad, ugly designs, and mm-hmm. I get that, you know. Wild designs don't work on everybody, but yeah. might work on somebody. Yeah. But when you're paying two hundred plus thousand, a hundred plus thousand yeah. dollars for a car, sure, I do expect some level of build quality. Yes. Right. Uh, and you just don't see it with these cars. Yeah. Okay. And I would expect more metal work and less fiberglass work. So your question is: Is why does this show exist? Yeah. Or like why? Like why did why why Netflix is putting this. Giving garbage. us this garbage, right? And yeah. it, and are are enough of us falling for it, right? That it's working, right? I I haven't, I can't watch all of it. I just I just decided I just couldn't. Yeah. And but there's got to be a community of people still watching it in order to keep this going because they're on their like third or fourth season. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. Another theory I found on the internet is is that the Gotham Garage people believe believe that what they're doing is worth two hundred eighty thousand dollars. Of course, and that Netflix is trolling them. Oh, really? Yeah, Meaning showing putting them on blast, putting and laughing Net- behind the scenes. Meaning Netflix is the one paying two hundred eighty five for the car, eighty five thousand for the oh, car. Okay. Uh-huh. Netflix is paying a hundred thousand for the Corvette. And just not letting them know that they're garbage. That they're that that, yeah that their designs or work is garbage, Uh and then just kind of letting them go with the flow on this. That's funny. Kind of artificially. I don't. It's it's an it's It's an interesting idea. It's viable. Ah, you've got to be like, ah, you, you. You're selling your soul. If their egos are big enough, yes, yeah. They would believe that they are right. actually building if right. the cars that they build cost two hundred eighty thousand mm-hmm, dollars. Mm-hmm. I don't. Any respectable builder would know a vinyl wrapped grill 
Just just even if it was perfectly vinyl wrapped. Yeah. That doesn't go on a two hundred eighty thousand dollar car. Even or just fiberglass body parts yeah. that they glue on or rivet on. Yeah. And ask six figures for. Let's just even say put it in that perspective. That is insane. Yeah. It's almost sad. It is. And that's why I'm saying like it's like you're selling your car guy soul. It is. You would. I, right. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to put my name on that. Yes. At yes. all. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even have a reputation to stake. You know, like <laughs> you know? these are our bills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know? But you that's know? like we know our limits. Yeah. We put our limits exactly. into and, these two cars. And if I were to take a project on like that, yeah. I would make I would spend night and day learning the proper way of yeah. building it. Yeah. Right? Yep. yep. And then uh, so I can put my name on it and mm-hmm. I'll be proud of it. And yeah. there's no denying that it's good quality shit. Yep. Yep. Exactly. But this, I don't know. But I am, I am, it'd be, oh, dude, it'd be awesome if it came out that they believe this thing the whole way. Cause they, they, in, uh, they did a deal with Speedway Motors, the big man, uh, big distributor of car parts. They're like a huge car part distributor. Okay. And they did a deal with them to be on the cover of their catalog and okay. build one of their cars. Okay. And so they turned the car over to them and like they've got mismatched tires. Really? Yeah, it's I mean, it's I don't I don't know. So either we are being trolled. Yeah. They are being trolled mm-hmm. or some crafty producer is trolling Netflix in their offices. Right. That's somebody in that chain. Well, it's like reality TV fodder. You know what I mean? But like it's even worse. It's well, it, it's worse because it plucks at our heartstrings and, yeah, and like gets at us least like riled up. Orange Coast Customs, right? They I, built the bikes, the, the oh, that and OC the customs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They built dope quality, bikes, quality, quality, quality bikes, quality bikes yeah. and they they sold them, and they were on the street, and people yeah. love them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Fine, decorated in some drama. Yeah. I get that you want to uh, that you want to cater to people that aren't necessarily just into bikes. Mm-hmm. Me, right? I'm yeah, not we just watched into bikes, it. Right, I we watched, watched it. it. Yeah, it's cool, but there is an element of good builds of interesting things to look at yeah. as opposed to train wreck after train wreck. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I would, I mean, for me, I'm done with those shows period. Yeah. All of the car shows in the world that you can do is either build from zero to hero or racing type of stuff. And the, but you need drama in the middle to make it interesting. Yeah, I don't. Well, no, that's like the formula, oh, right? Oh, the formula, yeah. To make yeah. it a 30-minute or even a 25-minute show. But now show. they're getting to a point where they're ignoring the build part. Oh, they are? Yeah, they don't like... They'll show some slow-mo B-roll. Okay. But it's almost all the drama. Drama acquiring the car. Drama in the negotiations. Yeah. Drama yeah. in the build. Oh, we have... There's even one... Uh, they posted this one on Reddit. I, I, I can't credit the poster, but... Uh, in a scene, he says, uh, we only have five days to build this car. Yeah. Right? Okay. But if you read his lips, it says he says 10. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they the, dubbed the five Yeah, they over? dubbed the five to make it seem like they're under more pressure. That's so funny. And that's just, if that doesn't illustrate like what a disaster these shows are. Yeah, I mean, West know? Coast Customs was kind of an early... Um, that one, yeah, but even um, I, I never knew about the build quality on those cars, but it, it was convincing enough on camera. Yes, yeah. these aren't even convincing on camera. Right. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. That's your point. Is yeah. that these guys are pumping out garbage product 
and you can tell watching the show. Right. Right. But somehow or another, they still have a show. Yeah, exactly. Is, is your point. It's like, just give us a show. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. we'll put shit on a I'll, car. Yeah, yeah, these cars will all be day. built out yeah, on, on all that day, show. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me put a quarter mil. quality stuff. Yeah, give me a quarter mil. I'll build a spoon uh, S2000. Oh, yeah, hell yeah, dude. But nobody will care about it. Nah, you got to do custom stuff, not just bolt-on. That's, that's the problem, right? That, yeah. And the, or that's the, that's the challenge. Yeah. It's got to be wild. And wild, it just looks like craftsman bullshit. But I do think there's a there's a uh a gap that they're not feeling everything is classic cars oh, expensive okay. cars mm -hmm. i don't know why nobody comes up with like a tuner they tried oh they did there was one called jdm i want to say jdm legends or jdm legends on what network it was pro it was before the internet show the shows started to move to the internet um i want to say it was like discovery or something so obviously it's SoCal or Vegas, one of the two. Yeah. Um, they were trying to do that. They had like a two post um lift. They had, or I should say, they had two lifts in this garage. So it was not like they did a two forty Z. I want to say. Yeah. As like that's an like a iconic classic car. So you know what? What this means that it's just the boomers propping up all this stuff. Basically, yeah, yeah. that's a thousand percent right. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. because they're just the bigger market. That's why there's still Meekum. Yeah, um, I don't know if you watch Chasing Classic Cars. That one I used to watch every now and then. Wing Karini. Uh, that that's yeah. I started. I fall. I fell off. That's where I, all those shows are where I, I fell off. Dude, I totally stopped after yeah. a while too. It's like it's the same formula. Yeah, the running around, flying around, trying to get a car, barn find, blah blah yeah. blah. And they put all this filler in the middle. I just want to see the before and the after in the build shows. Yeah. I don't really care about the drama, the fighting in the middle. I don't care about yeah, that Yeah, even the, uh, what was the one where Bizimoto had the van and he was, what was the name of that show where they drag race supercars? It oh, was, on, uh, on Netflix. On Netflix. Ah, jeez. Sleeper versus something. Yeah, that garbage, like. Supercar versus sleeper or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Like, I would watch the first five minutes. Yeah. And then the last. Yeah. Because I just wanted to see the intro of the cars. <laughs> yeah. And then the race. And I don't even want to see the intro. Yeah. Well, I kind of want to know who the builder are. Okay. Or builder is and stuff. Okay. Like that, okay. but yeah, once they start getting into the artificial drama stuff, yeah, like I'm good, I'm done. Yeah, like the yeah. oh, I could beat him and yeah. with my junker Pinto with an LS yeah. swap. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I, mean, I guess if you're watching this, let us know. Like, are you yeah. watching these shows? Like, is this interesting to you? Mm -hmm. And if it is, why is it interesting? You mm -hmm. interesting to you? If you hate them with a passion, let us know too, because I want to know if you agree with me. Yeah. But anyway, okay. next headline. Next headline: The James. Uh, did you watch the movie No Time to Die? The last James Bond movie. The with, most recent one. Yeah, the most recent one. I have not watched it in its entirety. Okay, so in that in that movie, in the beginning, actually, there's a, the classic Aston Martin DB5. Okay. It is going for auction now. Okay. So it is, of course, a replica because they did destroy it. Mm -hmm. The What, in your mind, would be the asking price at a... It's a higher end... Um, I'm trying to look for the auction... Um, company that's that's hosting it it's like a bonhams like high high-end level auction site okay i don't remember exactly and i'm trying to scan but anyways it is a replica it's actually got a 3.2 liter inline six from an e46 bmw m3 okay it. so what what engine is that s the, something the wait, s, which uh m e46 m3 engine oh that um 
S fifty two S. No, that's uh, why am I blanking? Because I hate the E forty six. Okay, why. yeah, I know. S fifty two is E thirty six. Okay, S fifty four. S S fifty. There you go. S fifty four. S fifty four. Okay, yeah. yeah I, I just picked that up from I don't know where. <laughs> yeah. No, so it's right. got so it's a replica body, M three engine. It's on some prestigious car uh, auction block site. It was in the movie, and it's actually the one driven, and it's. It, some of I think they're selling it with like the fake guns behind the um, headlights. Okay. Uh, what would be the um, what do you think the auction expects to get out of this car? It's a replica. Yeah. It's got a BMW motor in it. It was in the movie. Forty thousand. Forty thousand. Yeah. The auction price estimate is between one point five pounds. And two million one point five million pounds and two million pounds, or about one point eight four million dollars to two point four six. That's gonna no. be, that's gonna be our, <laughs> our yeah our no image for this way. episode. Oh for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh my no! Can you timestamp it? Yes. What the hell, dude? No way. Yeah. Yes. One point eight to two point four. No way! No fucking way! Yeah, that, and no. it's and it's the damaged one. So I'll actually timestamp it too because of wait. The, so it's got damage on it. Yeah, it's got damage from the movie. So it's actually the one that was like they did the burnout and he had to turn on the Gatling guns and you know did a donut while he was shooting all the bad guys, which is a cool scene. It was a great chase scene. I love this car. You know, it plucks my heartstrings as a James Bond fan. I don't know movie movie paraphernalia whatever you call it Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know that world so maybe because Mm -hmm. of that yeah but it's a replica strike one yes it's got a which you would expect right you're not gonna put like a five million dollar aston martin and destroy it in a movie unless you're a dummy like in right but but i get that part yeah but I mean, we're talking about the auction here. So yes, that, yeah, yeah. So fair the enough, fact fair that enough, it was that the movie stuff it doesn't matter to me. Uh huh. So it's a replica. Mm-hmm. It's got a seven thousand dollar, eight thousand dollar motor Engine. in it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's damaged. It's show. It's got it's visible damaged, damage. Which I get why some people would argue that's good because it's it's the it's essentially the authentication mark. Yeah, yeah, you, know, you can never replicate movie. that. Yes. Yeah, you won't be able to replicate that damage. Mm-hmm. One of one. One of one. Mm, if you would have said like one twenty, I might hundred like six you. figs. You mean? Yeah, one hundred twenty thousand. It's a James Bond movie. It's yeah. the last Daniel, Daniel Craig, Craig one. Movie. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he actually sat in it, so his ass cheeks were in the front seat. <laughs> uh, that, that loses value. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, he farted I, nah, in it, dude. That one point five million. They're they're dreaming. They're dreaming. Who? I God. guess maybe there's. Here's the thing, though. We forget that there's people dumb money. That two million dollars to them is like us five. You know, using five dollars somewhere. Yeah. Yep. So they might be like, oh, cool. That's a cool toy to have. Yes. Here's $2 million. Yes. This is kind of a la the Gotham Garage. Um. Well, at least it looks like a real Aston Martin DB5. And right. And the quality of it is great. It is on Christie's. Sorry. So that's like the top tier. But like they didn't. Bougie auctioning site. Yeah. They didn't fix the damage. It's kind of like the whole patina thing. Yes. I don't understand the patina thing. You don't understand the patina thing? Nah. No? Nah. Even on a classic. Yeah. I don't want rusty shit on my car. Not rust, like 
rough, like original paint that never got like that never got restored. Yeah. No, that's not you. There's nothing nicer than like a freshly like. Oh well, fresh, yeah. Okay, okay, know, okay. So you're more in the camp of like repaint that bitch. Repaint it, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the whole I don't understand the patina thing. You really? like the patina thing. I will say that certain cars I do. Like what cars? So my father-in-law's dad's Mustang that his dad bought, he painted it like red, but the original red was like more maroon. Yeah. And like the patina of it just looked. Like there was more to the soul of the car because the patina was there and the original paint, and then he but did was, some but was crappy the, paint job on it. Like was red. the paint down like to the metal? Mm-mm. Nope. Okay, so that's that. So that's the, where I felt like I would never do that. Okay, so that, and that's where that's the patina I've seen in the most part. Like yes. there's actual rust spots, and they'll just they treat it and then put a clear coat over it. Yeah, and then and I'm just like, nah, it's not. So I wouldn't accept rust or holes yeah. in bodies. But if the original paint is there, just that's a what little I meant. faded. Yeah, faded or whatever. Just there's no more real original clear coat because you know the technology for paint sucked. Right. Back in the day, so yeah, that's that's my stance on the patina. That's I've where a, I've I got a couple cars to sell you, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yes. nah, I'm not 1.5 million. Uh, keep, we, well, can, we're can obviously keep, out. Can you keep track of that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I would love to know idea. if it actually sells for that because yeah. that's insane. Okay, but anyway, let's get into our next headline. Mm-hmm. I've had you in my ear for too long, too long, Randy. Why is that? Uh, Jason Camisa, who is probably one of the few journalists I have followed. Okay, um, and sort of respect. Um, got interviewed recently, and he does a lot of work for Haggerty now, but did a lot of articles for like Road and Track and Car and Driver and stuff yeah. back in the day. Okay. Um, and in his interview, he dropped some quotes that sort of woke me up a little bit. Okay. And those quotes were, were um, if it makes you smile or cry, buy it. Okay. Right, and it's. I feel like I've I've gotten away from that a lot. Okay. In the recent times, right? I'm focused on value now, value later. Okay. You know, uh-huh. what, you uh-huh. know and, am I going to be able to resell this later for what I paid for it now? Sure, sure, right? sure. Which we talk a lot about cars in that From a context. value perspective. From a value perspective. Yes. And that is not my primary motivation. And it feels like now it's become... A like factor a, in, in the, my primary factor in purchasing a car. Well, the E36 we talked about last week, that was a pure like bucket list. Buy it because it's going to make you happy. That was yeah, my take. Yeah, but 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 yeah, it did I'm have a sense like, of like value. Long. Yeah. Like, oh, mindset. I got to sell the E92 to buy this or I got to. Oh, yeah. You know, I got to be able to do this and do that. I got to sacrifice this to be able to do this. It's a fiscally responsible decision. We'll be able to sell it. Oh, well, you'll be able to sell the E36 right. later for much more. Mm-hmm. And. And I think I'm just done with that. OK. You know, like, obviously, I don't have all the money in the world. Yeah. But I just don't. I don't want to think of it this way anymore. Okay. And he also said another quote. He's like, my advice to anyone who become to wants to become a collector is don't become a collector. Yeah. Remain an enthusiast and go buy the thing that makes you laugh or smile or cry or mm. whatever emotion you want to feel from a car. Sure. 
And I asked you this question when you modified the S2000, right? Like, yeah. what's the emotion that it invokes in you? Oh, it's a smiles. Right. Yeah, smiles and for miles. And, and that is that is what I am going to chase from now on. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, you, you've, you're going to have to measure the dollars you're letting escape. Sure, yeah. Right? I'm not yeah. going to just be like, you know, here we yeah. go. You don't yeah. let go all the money. Yeah. But I'm not... I'm not going to look at it as I'm not going to sell the E92 just to make another thing happen. Okay. Because that's, I that's kn- your point. Yeah, like that's I know I'm I'm looking at I'm going to look at it the currency that I'm looking at cars from now on is mm-hmm. happiness. Okay. okay. Let's say that, right? Sure. So by getting rid of the E92, it's like what happening happiness am I losing? You are losing happiness is what you're saying. Well, by I want I want to know what happiness am I losing, right? Like the 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 amount of happiness that I'm losing losing from selling the E92 is that worth giving the, up? The the will you be gaining more happiness from the replacement? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, or oh, or that or that okay. right? I yeah. mean, really, it's just not even considering the replacement. Yeah, how much happiness am I losing? Okay, right. Okay. And then his last quote that I want to read is, "I don't want to turn a profit on it. I want to drive it." Right. Yeah, if absolutely. the car was suddenly worth half of what I paid for it, mm-hmm. I also wouldn't sell it because it's not going to put half a smile on my face. So, despite the fluctuation of money mm-hmm. that the car's value, whether it's valued a ton of money or no money, yeah, what it makes you feel is not going to change. That's true. Right. That's very true. And that's mm-hmm. I think that's most important for me. Okay. So yeah, I'm not selling the E92. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'm gonna make every I'm gonna make everything on my list happen. Okay. So let me ask you this: Can we borrow the trailer and go up to Reno, Nevada, and pick up my new uh, Dakar Yellow M2 M3? Uh, yeah. 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 Because I won the auction. Y- you didn't win the auction. <laughs> <laughs> I did to buy it now on it. It, it, it. That was you. Yeah. Oh, you did? No. <laughs> oh, I dude, wanted I to fuck like, with you. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was about to be so excited. I'm like, dude, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, dude, I would yeah, I would have been so down to go okay, pick it I up. Okay, I just wanted to see your reaction on the show. I was saving that. <laughs> That's why I was like, oh, man, Friday, you yeah, know, we didn't chat yeah, yesterday. No, yeah, I would, no, I, I, I didn't believe you because I know the buy it now. You, <laughs> me- you messed up on that. Like, oh, I won the auction. Oh, you did. <laughs> yeah. Somebody took that shit. But I will say I was trying to see what that um, the reserve was on that car, and I was bidding yeah. after and, we talked. And w- after reading you know, what Jesus, Jason Camisa had to say, mm-hmm. I realized that I lost out on that car mm-hmm. because I was looking at the dollars too hard. Okay, so do you think that you should have b- went by it now on it? I said to I said to myself when I saw it, I'm like, look at 22. It's this is it's fine. This is this mm-hmm. is what the car is worth today. Yes. Today, just buy it. Yeah. And then I was like, well, no, like it'd be nice to be able to get it for like 18, and then sure, you know, I can sell it more for later and oh, the value. That's what and you mean. Get yeah. my money back in case I don't want it or. I'm going to put a few more miles on it so it's going to lose some value and yeah yeah that'll yeah. be worth 18 anyway and and I should have been thinking like dude driving this car mm-hmm. is going to make me so happy for yeah. the next 5 years yeah at least yeah so when did this sorry the auction somebody did the buy it now yeah. on Tuesday this week on that no, car no that was that was over the weekend oh it was over the yeah, last it was, weekend it was very early 
Yeah. So it, like I was I was watching the, I was only I was gonna bid the last day. I was, yes, I you remember know, that you were saying. I wasn't that. gonna bid at all until then. And then I think it was on Saturday. Yeah, that it closed. Saturday or Sunday it closed. Yeah. Early and because some, somebody did a buy somebody it now. did a buy it now. And so, I, and I was like, Yeah, that it makes sense. So you felt like and you read this quote after that. Oh, I read it after that. Oh, yeah. I, I read okay. I read this much later. Okay, okay. And, and yeah, and like it, it, it's sort of something clicked with me. Like, yeah, we, you know, we don't have all the money in the world Correct. or whatever, mm-hmm. but life is short is my, always my life motto is these, short. These, these and days. as Tyrese once said, mm-hmm. pockets ain't empty. Cause you know, <laughs> like we're not starving. We yeah. can make it yeah. work. Yeah. You, you know, can. Totally. we can make it work. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. obviously I'm not going to have a 10 car garage, at least not yet. Yeah. You know, maybe later down the line it happens. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I should have just, I I should have went with my initial gut feeling and yeah. just bought it. Yeah, I would I would have been I would have been much happier. And after the episode, that's kind of what I was telling you. I felt like I was saying, yeah, just get it. Yeah, but you, I I throw in numbers. I do throw in numbers, and that yeah, muddies you, it. Yeah, I mean it's because that's a logical kinda, side of it. It's kind of hard. Well, the way you positioned it is you did it to me, so I'm doing it to you. So I didn't take you seriously. <laughs> Right. Like, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you know, not. I, yeah. my, I didn't come from a place of like, oh, let's spend Randy's money. Like, yeah, of I, course. I, I know. knew what this car was going to make you feel based uh-huh. on our discussions. Yeah. Yeah. And you were coming from the same place. Yes. But because of how you presented it, I really just took it as a joke. Oh, OK. Yeah. Okay, fair enough, yeah. Fair enough, I, didn't, fair I didn't think you meant it that way. OK. But the problem is that everybody around me it's it was saying what you said right just get it yeah you know the wifey just get it yeah right and and so i'm talking to her about this right and about the episode and the ideas of what i'm going to talk about and she's like well didn't you want the supra oh yeah that's also like why don't you just get that Uh uh-huh just get that and then we're like building supras uh-huh you know on because now they have the configurator with manual transmission oh okay you know we're Uh building supras and working out the financing and she's like you could do that. Yeah. You know, you could totally do that. And so now I'm getting back into the financing world. <laughs> <laughs> and the super world. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, crap, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I could do this monthly payment. Yeah. But do I want to? Yeah. And so, yeah. So now, so then I'm like, obviously, I'm going to still make smart decisions. Mm-hmm. But I am, I, I guess, how would I put it? I'm, I'm going to start thinking with my foot versus my brain. So you're saying that you may have a new car before the end of this year. A car. A, a, a I don't new know. Addition to a stable. I'm, st- I'm going to I'm I'm still going to practice the patience that you taught me. Sure. Right? Oh, OK. Interesting. To let to let a a to let what I want come around. Ah, right. Sure. Not pull the trigger on something just because I I, I get some FOMO. Right. Okay, yes. Right. That, that's a like, dangerous place. Yeah. To be. Like, oh, there's an historical blue one. That one's rare enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. nice. Maybe we'll get this one. Yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm going to wait for the right car to come by. Mm-hmm. I want to make the Dakar yellow happen. Yeah. I'm going to do that. What I'm not going to practice is the the measuring in dollars anymore. Fair enough. Yeah. And to add to that, some of the research I did post last episode was how many Dakar yellows were on Bring a Trailer? In the config you wanted, well, let's just say Dakar Yellow, yeah, M3 E36, yeah. There's been like five, four or five since we started this show, yeah. So that's not infrequent enough where it's like uber rare, 
But I'm also It's rare, but it's possible is my point. But I'm also anti bring a trailer. I know no, my point is just that it's been available. So it's been a bit available. So they, they, it's not it's not ever gonna never come anymore. Yeah. Is my point. Is what the I'm saying. The problem that I'm coming up to though is that a lot of people who own those cars mm-hmm. feel like they'll get more money from them on bring a trailer. Yeah. So, so now they're pushing yeah, it there. So for every let's say for every two that you see on bring a trailer, you'll see one somewhere else. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's Auto Trader, any any non-auction site. Mm-hmm. Mm. I still haven't explored cars and bids and what their process is like. It's basically bring a trailer. It's basically. Like, I I looked at an IS three hundred on there. So they they charge you five hundred dollars to put in a bid. Yeah. Oh. Uh, they take your credit card for the bid. That I get. Yeah, and but, I, they, but I think they. I don't know if they refund you if you don't win. I don't remember that part. But but they but that fee. But the stays, final final sale they'll take from the seller and the buyer. I believe. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's whack. So, so I'm that's going to be I'm that, not doing that. That's going to be the trend cuz it's like if one if does it then does it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And of they, course they're yeah. going to mm-hmm. mm, let's start our own where we don't we do that or, and we'll make more money. Or we do it and we still make money. No, nah, <laughs> man, I can't do that, man. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't I couldn't be able to compromise. Fair enough. But anyway, uh is, do you have one more? Is I, that it? We can we can move on. Okay, we're done. Yes. We're done with our headlines. So we're going to chasing cars chasing and I want to get into what you've gotten into recently. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I've been chasing Porsche Boxsters for a friend. Okay. Um, we had g- received word that they're in the 7 to 9K range, right? Um, that hasn't proven to be the case in the um, current situation right, right. out there. So yesterday I went all the way to Santa Monica from Orange County. Ooh. I know. It sucks. Damn. Yeah. What a good friend. I am... Yeah, so the the goals potentially are to see if this is a viable thing we could flip in Michigan. Okay. That's the bottom line. Okay. So that's why I'm putting in some work to see if this is viable. Okay. And I'm chasing all the way to Santa Monica. Yeah. He even asked, like, um, Thousand Oaks. I was like, nah, dude, I can't do Thousand <laughs> Oaks, man. Like, that's asking way too yeah. much. That's two counties over, dude, mm. so no way. So, anywho, um, I went to go see a 06 uh, Boxster S. Okay. The asking price originally was nineteen. Then, during the week, while I was texting the owner, he scraped above the quarter panel, right above the wheel. Uh huh. He scraped the wall in his apartment in Los Angeles. Okay. So like, <laughs> dummy. Yeah, I know. Like eight inch gash of surface, but it's like you can feel it with your fingernail. Okay. On both the bumper and part of the quarter panel. Okay. So he dropped it two k. Oh wow! Is that a lot or enough or a little? What it makes sense say? because yeah. you're gonna have to respray the whole front end. It's the rear. Sorry, oh, the it's whole the rear. That's even harder because yes. then you can't re- you, you can't replace that. You part. can't replace it. Yeah, yes. and you're, again, you'll have to you'll have to replace either that whole spray that whole side or the whole car. Yeah, but it's that's about how much you would spend in any legitimate shop. I think it'd be more personally in today's day and age, knowing oh uh, maybe because I've done bumper painting with my cars, and yeah. that was m- one of my points w- when I made it to him. Yeah, so I'll skip a lot of the middle. Basically, I did a full review of the car, like visual, really thorough. I brought a clipboard with like all the things to check off. All oh, that, he, that guy must have rolled I'm, his eyes so. No, hard. he was cool. Yeah, okay. he's like he wished. Yeah, so it's an 06. It's yeah. in 06 shape. Okay. Right? It's been well used, 94K miles. Okay. Asking, again, now we're down to 17K is okay. the asking price. And you're at? So, yeah, this is the fun part, right? Yeah. So, uh, 
Kelly Blue Book, and we have access to auction sites um, for information on current market value for this car. Like trade in value on a Kelly Blue Book or a CarMax would be thirteen five. Right, but this is public. I know it's a private sale. Yeah, private. So yeah. this is like the range we're playing in. Right, basically. Right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. just put it that way. Yeah. So um, the car is a little rough. Uh, I would say in certain areas more rough than my S two thousand when I bought the S two thousand. Let's see, some lights missing, like uh, the airbag lights missing on the interior. Again, the scuff, four d- door dings, paint's got rock chips um, on the front. Mechanically, it's pretty decent. He had a Porsche PPI done on it when he okay. bought the car after he bought the car, which is dumb. Um, so <laughs> it seems like a solid platform solid car i wrote down what i think your offer was so then i can, oh, okay, okay so i can okay, turn it around okay. when you tell me so i did obviously learn from the ways of uh john yeah on how to uh, negotiate okay so the great thing for this is i have no skin in the game yeah for sure yeah. <laughs> so it's all practice and yeah. that's part of why i'm okay with going to santa monica to do it yeah yeah because this was the one for my friend yeah yeah okay so we have i have his cash in my bank account ready to buy this thing okay so i said that up front to this guy um yada yada and so i start the bidding called him downstairs after i talked to my friend who has the cash and he's like yes this is the one go to town okay. so i called the owner down from um he, he went inside to look for the title i called him downstairs and we start and i go yep so the car you know like these are some of the things i'm seeing I think the body work is going to be more than 2K, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because it's going to go have to go down to bare metal, blah, 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 you know. Which yeah, is yeah. true. It's That's true. It's yeah. actually true. Yeah, yeah. Painting a bumper alone is going to be a grand. Yeah, yeah. The full respray. And then the quarter panel, anyways. You know, so we had gone back and forth. I started the bid. And I, I let me ask you this. Is this a punch in the mouth or is it a slap on the wrist? I start the bidding at 13.3. Oh, this is what I thought you <laughs> oh, started. Oh, 12. <laughs> 12. 12. Okay. Oh, okay. man. Uh, he you, didn't get angry. That I, was a great thing. I, I, I don't think so. Was I, that a right – was where I was at? Like, you put 12. That's funny. That's hilarious. That's where – okay, going off of nothing. Yes. That's where I would have landed. You would have landed – you personally, personally would have started at 12. I would have started at 12. Okay. Yeah, I mean, really, the only facts I know is your Kelly Blue Book trade in value, correct? Right. So yes. that 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 anchors me to a number. Yes. His willingness to drop the the dollars to two by two k by two k because uh-huh. he messed it up. Yes. Like it seems like an easy move. Mm-hmm. You know, for him, did he tell you two thousand? Just on his own or after you had the discussion with him about dropping the value there? No, he did it on his own because I asked about the car. And that's what I thought. Then he scratched it. And that's what I thought. And then he's like, oh, shoot. I just scratched it. I got to lower it 2K. So in my head, I'm like, wow. So he's he's letting money go pretty easily. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to be a little more aggressive. Ah. Right. Okay. And so that's where I came with this number. But I wasn't there. So, you know, you... I don't think thirteen three was a a punch to the mouth at all. Okay. Yeah, I think it was a very very fair entry point. Yeah, it was an easy like in, it wasn't an insult. Yeah. Did I? Do you think I didn't anchor him low enough by going to thirteen three? 
Uh, or that's a pretty fair. That's a decent anchor. I think you were a uh, uh, you, you were a decent human being. Oh, okay. You know, okay, okay. you know. I think you weren't. I think at twelve k, you're crossing into taking advantage. Oh, okay. which as a negotiator, you kind of want to live start. in those areas. Yeah, for sure. But I think you're still gaining enough, mm-hmm. right? At thir- starting at thirteen three. Mm-hmm. While not hurting him, yeah, but that you're in a comfortable spot. I think yeah, it, I think okay, that was a, a good yeah, start. Is what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, it's a good start for but sure. It's softer. But you could have probably gone lower. <laughs> you could have. I could have punched in the mouth. You could have punched in the mouth just to I think, see. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, especially since he was bringing down the title. Yeah, he had the title ready to go. Yeah, like it. It just it, the whole thing feels eager to me. Well, that's the problem. So come to find out, it wasn't. Unfortunately. Okay. So I started at thirteen three. I do the silent move, which okay. is let him jibber-jabber, don't yeah. say a word, just leave it at that. And what did he say? And he was talking about, like, the value. This is what he sees. He thinks he can get 17 all day long. Um, you know, he, he uh, by the way, the wheels are not the original t- Porsche wheels. They're Nietzsche wheels. Oh. I know. I know. Yeah. But they're like a double five-spoke, so they have some... It's like, you know, it's like luxury, but more more luxury than sports, but it's still luxury and it's ugly. They're like 18s. Yeah, on a Porsche. And yeah. like 35 like tires. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're, so they're heavy. They're just not to yeah. spec. Oh, yeah, yeah, terrible yeah. choice. Yeah, yeah. He said the previous owner got had them. And I said, okay, well, now we don't we don't even want the wheels. Yeah. You know, so that was one of my negotiating factors, too, is like, because so, he's like, yeah, those, those, these, before I said that, his niece, like, these wheels, the wheels alone are worth like, 15 i'm like 15 bro (laughs) in your mind for porsche spec so porsche are five by 130s so you can't even throw them on a lot of cars yeah german only wait 15k 1500 dollars. okay he thinks those wheels are worth 1500 dollars. yeah not a chance i know right i'll I'll give you the tires (laughs) yeah exactly Yeah. yeah And they're Linehart tires. They're Chinese tires. Oh, dude. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah, I know. So I know. Bad. So he thinks the wheels are worth 1500 Okay. And I was like, we don't even want the wheels. Okay. Give me the original Porsche wheels, and they're on Baldi's, whatever. You know, so I was like, cut that off, you know, like, bring me, come down. And I was like, then you can keep the wheels and sell them at 1500 And, of course, he's like, oh, well, you know, I don't want to have to go through the process and hassle, blah, blah, blah. But I still think the car overall is worth seventeen. Um, so I went up from thirteen three. I went straight up to fourteen seven. Ooh, I did a big jump. That's a big jump. It's a big jump because I was getting a sense that he was really not going to budge. You gotta, you gotta break that. You do I? So yeah. I, should I? Should I have stayed under fourteen then on my next? How go? long were you? How long was the discussion at thirteen? Thirteen sat for probably. Yeah, five minutes or so yeah you should have let that cook for like 30 minutes really yeah you should let let just let him chew on it really as long as he'll stand there just let him chew on it because like the more the more yeah it's it's this psychological at this point yes but yeah like yeah if after five minutes you're jumping to 14 7 yeah so that's a that's a big jump 1400 jump mm-hmm. so now in his mind, five minutes are worth $1,400. Ah, okay. Right? So this was my mistake. Yeah. Okay, so okay. I would have made him wait a half hour uh-huh. and maybe put another $100 on it. And it's like, okay, you're going to be here. So in his mind, he's like, I'm going to be here another half hour, and he's going to jump 100 bucks. Yeah. That's not worth it. Yeah. You know, so he well, did, 
So he's either going to decide to walk away yes. or, or, or entertain your deal by giving you a lower offer. And right. the goal would have been for me to find out how much he could reduce it. Correct. Yeah. And so we were on a t- he's on a time crunch. He had to leave at noon. Okay. So I and I don't want to be there more than I had to be like yeah. past noon. So um I then went up from to fourteen seven. Yeah. Gave him another ten minutes of jibber jabber silence. Yeah, yeah. And then I went up to fifteen because that was a top level for my friend. Okay. It was fifteen. Okay. Because I wanted to get the deal done. But at both tiers, thirteen three, fourteen seven. He was not budging, and he was still sticking to the 17. Yeah. So he's not desperate to sell. Yeah. So when I went up to 15 as that final offer, and I stood at 15. My friend is like 15.5. I'm like, no, let's stay to 15. Yeah. For my own pride. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to get a little bit out of this yeah. mentally also. Yeah. And he didn't budge. The owner did not budge at 15 for this car. He thinks it's still a $17,000 car. I tried to throw, like, cost of what I paid for the bumper repairs, like I said. We don't want the wheels. I'd have to get new tires for the original wheels because they're bald. Um, there's a airbag light that's missing completely from the dash. Somebody pulled it, so I don't even know if that functions. All that, you know, I fa- looking for the faults. Yeah. Trying to add it up to the value that I reduced his car down to. Yeah. So he still sees a $19,000 car with a $2,000 fix is what he's saying. And he did say, to be frank, I bought the car at 16 and I put in like four to five grand on it. And so that's so why. So 16 is his anchor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's an interesting point. Yeah. Because he paid for that. He wants to be able to get that amount of money. Right. He thinks that used cars in this market are actually gaining people money. So right. he wants to be a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think at 16, maybe at 15.5, he would have been able to sell it. But. He was the shrewd one. Okay, which means one. that he's the one that was sticking to his guns? Yeah, because okay. okay. he didn't slide at all. He didn't slide at all. Yeah. He was stuck at 17. I said the offer is still there for the rest of the week, you know, and walked away. Was this – I mean, obviously, there's a great wealth of knowledge I gained personally from it. Oh, yeah. I don't think it was – it was not a successful negotiation. He out-negotiated you. He did? Yeah. You would say that? Yeah, I would say that. I've been there. Okay. I've been there. Okay. And, you know, learned from that. How could I correct to have gotten the value, a lower price than 17? You need to hold a harder line. To the 13? uh, To the 13. Okay. And I don't know how much, obviously the silence, right? But Mm -hmm. then how much schmoozing were you doing? You know, where, did you? How much did you talk about what what the plans for the car were, and uh, you know what you were what you were gonna do with the car, and 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 what it means to your friend? He's a con- he's not a enthusiast. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I okay. mean, the thing is, like, I think the point is you need to learn about him somehow, which I did. So he's right? in the army, blah blah blah. So we spent like hour and a half driving the car and and talking. So from from those things that you learned, how many of those things that you use in the negotiation? Very little. Yeah. And I think those are the to none. Yeah. You need to, those you need are the to, game. You need to pull oh. on some of those things. So I did. I did. I, I take that back. So he's yeah. going to Florida this week. OK. And I was like, how nice would it be to have the 15 grand in your pocket right now? For Bingo. The trip. Bingo. Yeah. More yeah. of that. Yeah. More of that. You could buy girls to hang out with. Yeah. You yeah. With that money. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. 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 Not that you, I was like, not that you need it. 
but you could totally even buy them. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. That's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. What I'm so I dropped about. that stuff. That's exactly what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, yeah. And, so I and, dropped but, a few of those. So do that, but then hold. Hold, hold the line, you know. More. Hold the line a little harder. Okay. Yeah. Hold the line okay. a little harder. So that's where I, I need yeah. to. Let 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 your offer cook a little bit. Okay. And and even if he like, you're better off having him walk away at 13. Okay. Than at 15, because now your floor is 15. Yes. Right. Yes. If he comes back, you might have some room. Oh. But not okay. not really, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Not really. I mm-hmm. mean, you're gonna be at 15 for the most part. Yeah. But if you would have cut that negotiation at 13 yeah. and he doesn't sell it and you go back to him, mm-hmm. now 14 is your number. Ah, you know? okay, okay. So, but yeah, definitely, yeah. Learning experience. Yeah, I for mean, sure. My friend is going to be here in California and wants a car by next week. That's kind of part of my time crunch. Right. So that's why I was willing to move up to 15 yeah, to, to yeah. kind of accelerate trying to get the damn car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Oh, well, again, lessons learned. Yeah, I mean, that's you know, the only way to do it. You're only going to be able to learn that way. Yes. Like, no one automatically figures it out. Yes. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's... Uh, so, I guess from what you've heard, well, where where would you grade me letter grade, I guess? Is it a B, a C, a D? It's not an F. I wouldn't call it an A because I'm not... I wouldn't call I it an care. F. You, I, you, I didn't walk you, away with a car. You applied some of the methodology. I did. Mm-hmm. You... Uh, started in a very fair spot. Yeah. C plus. Okay. Yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> That's how I got through college with yeah. C pluses. <laughs> so I passed college. Yeah. <laughs> C's make degrees, man. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I'll take I would that. Say, yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. I mean, but it's That's not. Fun. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I feel weird because I'm not, I'm not an expert. I, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. you know, but like, uh, but yeah, you're not, you wouldn't be far off. Okay. There's very little between a C and an A, right? True. Walking away w- with get, a car at 15. Where well, would, that's an A. That's you, an A. Okay. If you walked away at, at 15 with a car. Or I came home with a car at 15. At, that's an A. Okay. Right? That's okay. a win. He was at 19. Yeah. You, you brought down 14,000. You're probably right at private party value mm-hmm. at 15. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say that's, you know, that's a win for sure. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you weren't able to get him to budge mm-hmm. from there, from his number. Yeah. You know, kind of the, the quick, big moves, mm-hmm. things we discussed, right? Okay. I think those are the things you polish, polish them up for a bit. And even if you lose, mm-hmm. you're still at like an A minus, uh, right? Meaning like if you don't get the car, okay, you okay. know, cause a lot, there's a lot of times where you'll do all the right things. Yeah. But either the person you're battling with is also a really good negotiator or yeah. just or they just really don't feel like selling that car. And the car's been out for 30 days on Craigslist. Yeah. So, so it's been there. And yeah. I so guess, he I guess he has no need. He has the patience. Yeah. 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 So. Pa- and and that's rare. It, I felt Finding like patient it, people is rare. I felt like that, too, because I was yeah. like, the ch- Chase Bank is down the street. We will go there. You will stand at the teller. I will have them cut you a cashier's check in your name. What does he do? He's trying to be an actor. He's from Inland Empire, and he moved to L.A. to try to be an actor. Oh. Yeah. So he has two cars, a Wrangler and this car, and he's in an apartment in Los Angeles. Well, what did he want to do with the money? Did he say? He did not say that. It's just he doesn't need the second car, basically. Okay. It's a nuisance to own two cars. He has to park his Wrangler off-site. And he drives from the with the Porsche to the Wrangler to get his Wrangler, and then he uses the Wrangler around Los Angeles. Okay, 
for so you, now you have you're down to one week to get up another one. Yeah, and I did look at another older uh, model um, Boxster. Okay, the first gens this week. It's leaking oil. I told my friend, you know, Porsche tax repair. It's leaking oil. Everything else is good, but it's leaking oil. Yeah, and he doesn't do his own work. He doesn't do his own work. Okay. Um, I just wouldn't go there. It's like some sort of IMS bearing seal that's leaking oil. Uh, they they're known for that. They're known for that. And I was like, this guy had a clutch job done mm-hmm. for the car, and that's when you're supposed to change that, get that seal changed. And he didn't do it. And he didn't do it. Yeah. So to me. Even though he's an enthusiast, he's drift, owned drift cars, blah, 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 all that crap. Poor, just because you're an enthusiast yeah. doesn't mean you're good with maintenance. Yeah, so. yeah. So it, it, something about that was like, I wouldn't own a leaky car. I owned one. It don't, yeah, don't do that. yeah, no. Yeah. Not unless you're willing to do the work yourself. Yeah. It's not really worth it. Yeah, no. So yeah. so nothing else. There, Yeah, the, the market's been a little dry on the, on the Boxsters. Okay, well, so we'll see we'll where see. you end up. Yes, indeed. Yeah, and I already talked about my updates, right? The mm-hmm. the car yellow got buy it now. Yes. So I lost. That fell through my fingers. Sad uh, or happy or whatever? I was a little sad because okay. I what I told you, right? I was ready. Like when I saw the listing, I was like, at 22, it makes sense. It's a Reno. I can go pick it up. I got a trailer. It's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, and uh, but yeah, I messed it up. But, you know, from all since then. Yeah. Kind of got back into my sort of you recalibrated your my mind, hip, my hippie philosophy on cars. Sure. Right? Sure. Happiness. And so I'm keeping the E92. OK. 100 percent. I'm still going to follow through with one, one of, of the, the mods f- that I discussed. OK. I'm probably not going to go all the way spending 6K on it. OK. But so I'm a, I'm, I am going to change it. One, two or three tiers. One, two or three somewhere. It's going to be a blend there. of one, two or three. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And okay. then uh, as part of this. I've been ignoring like listing parts oh, and stuff. Oh, really? So I did a full sweep of my entire <laughs> garage, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I cleaned the entire garage front to back, and I pulled every part that I could mm-hmm. and put threw them up on OfferUp. Ah, okay. okay. And the one thing I want to say here is, do not under any circumstance accept mm-hmm. a payment through OfferUp. Yeah. You yeah. listening to this right now. Yeah. Do not. Yeah. So I some guy in Arizona wanted to buy the in car jack for the E thirty six. Okay. So I sold that to him for thirty five bucks yep. plus shipping. Yeah. And uh offer up takes thirteen percent. Takes thirteen percent, which is five dollars. Okay. Which I was fine with. I'm like okay. thirty bucks in my pocket, that's cool. That part it doesn't bother me at all. They tell you up front. Mm-hmm. What they don't tell you up front mm-hmm. is that in order to receive that money, yeah, you have to give them your address, your social security number, your Oh yeah. Like as part of like banking rules. It is I've yes. never had to do that with eBay. It's that's actually implemented in eBay now. But I've never put my social security in. Uh you have to now. Because it's it's getting reported. So maybe I just haven't sold anything. You have You have to sell six hundred dollars worth. So that's the thing. I profit. Did, you have I, to profit six hundred bucks. This is thirty dollars. That's interesting. Maybe between January and today, you've sold stuff on OfferUp. So it counts the stuff that you don't sell. Oh no 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 no! It uh, counts they, the stuff that you sold through the app. Oh, so then it counts the stuff that I've taken cash for. Uh no, it doesn't. Or unless maybe they do, but that's weird. That's the only way because this yeah. is the first purchase that, that you've sold that I've shipped, sold, shipped yeah. through OfferUp. That's interesting. 
Yeah, and that's so I was garbage. Like, you know what? For thirty bucks, keep that shit. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna give you my social security number. Oh, Hell no. Yeah. Okay. Ah, you're tripping, man. Yeah. All the apps are now charging. Once you hit a six hundred dollar threshold of profit, yeah, they will take your social and send you a, like a ten sixty or something. Oh uh, my government. god. Yeah. yeah. So you're gonna get taxed on well, it. Well, OfferUp doesn't wait for the six hundred to kick in. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. yeah. Thirty bucks is enough for them to take your social. So. Which to me just seemed like they want to keep that money because. Well, it worked on you. They were, yeah. <laughs> and I'm. Yeah. And you can keep it. Fuck it. They okay. paid for the shipping to get the product out. Uh-huh. So, I'm not. The only thing I lost is the jack, which kind of sucks, right? But I'm. 30 bucks is not like if it was 600 bucks, I might consider it. Yeah. But at 30 bucks, I'm like, nah, I, I'd rather keep my privacy. Learning the lesson for $30 is worth the lesson. Yeah. The le- it's yeah, worth the, the lesson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's worth. I immediately took shipping off of all my listings. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. It works. No, yeah. I was like, I was so mad. Yeah, it sucks. I got that. I got hit by that from eBay. Recently. Oh, you did. I've been buying and flipping S2K parts. Oh. And I got hit. And I was like, ah, Damn. yeah, yeah. So and eBay is PayPal. It's an, just another. I guess you can't really trust anyone. Yeah, they're gonna do it, and they're yeah. gonna report it to the IRS. And I get it. that. Yeah. So I hit the threshold on eBay. So I'm kind of to, to your point. I'm done with selling it on yeah. eBay. It's just, I have never sold a part or nor made any money. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But anyway, let's get into our last segment: profiling oh, the legends. Yes. And who are we profiling? We're talking about Michelin. Michelin, <laughs> Michelin, because I realized a few things. So we, so uh, a few episodes ago, I did my research too. <laughs> a few episodes ago, before the episode, we talked about. Also, oh, it wasn't on mic that we had that discussion. It wasn't on mic. Oh, yeah, Michelin. Okay, okay. yeah, that was pre, uh, pre hot mics. Because you told me it was. Michelin. Michel- I said Michelin. Michelin. Yeah. And I, and I, I kind of gave you a face like. Mm. Yeah, you gave me a sour face. <laughs> yeah. But then I said, well, and I, I thought I heard this from chefs. Okay. I told you that sh- we all know. Well, you and I know this, that restaurants are rated by this brand called Michelin or Michelin. I said. Yeah. That is like a one, two, three star type of thing. Right. Right. Um, And the fanciest restaurants get the three star in mm. the world. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you were aware of that. Yes. But you did not believe that it was tied to the tire company brand. Uh, no. Or you weren't sure. I didn't believe that it was called Michelin. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I was surprised to hear some of the you told me like the beginning of that story. Correct. And that was I didn't know that. Okay. I knew I I didn't know it was tied necessarily, uh-huh. but I wasn't surprised by that. I was more surprised by the story and kind of what you were explaining. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And the Michelin thing. Okay. I was like, mm. so <laughs> I obviously I did a YouTube on the pronunciation. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and I came to the realization of another thing. I grew up in the state of Michigan. Okay. That is a French word. Michigan. Michigan. Okay. Aligns with. Michelin, Michelin. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. So, so yes, Michelin is the proper English pronunciation. Yeah. But the French one is Michelin. Yep. And I was like, ah, oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. So I've been saying it. I said it wrong to you. I saw the video. And like, I- fucking Randy. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, we're learning, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. fair enough. Yeah, and you yeah. know, French people, we don't care about. <laughs> yeah. 
too much. Anyways, um, so yeah, so Michelin, I will say Michelin from here forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was started in 1889 by two brothers. Damn. They um, had some other line of business and a uh, realized they want to get into the tire game. So some of the highlights of that company of Michelin as a tire manufacturer is firstly the Michelin man, their their logo, their mascot actually has a name. Oh, really? Yeah, it's called Bibendum. <laughs> <laughs> There's no like. Are you sure that's how it's pronounced? I no, I don't. I'm not sure, <laughs> but that's what it is. I thought you were gonna say it's Michelin. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Bibendum. Bibendum. It's either some French word or just a name. Who okay, knows? I okay. didn't. I didn't feel like I needed to go further in my okay. research on that point. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they are the number one tire manufacturer as of 2021. Okay. Number two is Bridgestone, and number three is Continental. So them and Bridgestone kind of trade off, like okay. a GM Toyota type of thing. Okay. So fun uh, trivia question for you: Which, what are the countries of origin of Bridgestone and Continental? I just told you uh, Michelin, which is ov- is obviously French. Yeah. So Bridgestone and Continental. Ooh. Just the fun trivia. Bridgestone is American and Continental is German. 50-50. Okay, so you got half. <laughs> I was going to ding and so Bridgestone is Japanese. Really? I, I didn't know. know that. Me neither. Yeah. Yes, and Continental is indeed German. Yeah. How did you know Continental was German? Uh, or was that a the, shot in the dark? I w- it was a shot because I see them a lot of German cars. Ah, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I would never have guessed on Bridgestone. Anywho. Yeah. So um, in, uh, as far as tire development for Michelin, uh, in 1934, they introduced like an early version of a run-flat tire. Oh, wow. Damn, they go back that far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that that's interesting and a little surprising. Yeah. It's a, it would run on like a special foam lining. Um, it, a design now known as a run flat tire. Okay. Oh, damn. Yeah, pretty pretty interesting. Also, they patented and created in 1946 the first radial tire, which means that the cords underneath the rubber that support the rubber are perpendicular to the running of the of the wheel. Oh, so obviously, if the yeah. r- wheel runs this way, the cords run opposite of that right. at a 90 degree angle yeah, from yeah. the run uh, the travel of the tire. So they invented patent and patented that, and obviously all tires have that base design in their tires today. So do all tire manufacturers have to pay Michelin? That I don't know, and I didn't get that far into that. That's a good question. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yes. So uh, as far as racing is concerned, obviously um, we know and have seen their brand in race uh, situations, um, obviously, and uh, so. They are currently the tire sponsors for some of uh, the biggest race uh, leagues or whatever you want to call it in the world, MotoGP, okay. IMSA, and DTM, which is the German um, racing, like touring, right. uh, what, what would you call it? Like, not faction. Yeah, it's, it's, or it's just like tour, touring tour, racing. Yeah, so um, yeah, that league or whatever you want to call it. Do you know what DTM stands for? This is another fun trivia. Ooh, I was hoping you wouldn't ask me. <laughs> and we are not German, so whatever. Uh, but I know that you probably followed a little because BMW and Mercedes kind of yeah, and Audi are in that one game, of those right? Things where yeah. uh, uh, what does the T stand for? Deutsch 
Touring Motor Works. Ah, close. Motoring. Yeah, close. Okay. Deutsch Tourenwagen. Ah, Masters. Wagen. 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 I had a German neighbor, so like I have to say it the right way. Yes. Um, and of course, they did have stints. Uh, Michelin was a tire sponsor for WRC at one point. F1, Le Mans. Yeah, yeah. That's how you say Le Mans. Uh, <laughs> Le Mans. Okay. So Le Mans. Yeah. Um, so let's jump to the Michelin Guide, which was our point of debate uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah. So the Michelin Guide is that food rating guide that we were talking about. Right. It gets it gets uh, released annually. And what it is, is in 1900, there are fewer than 3,000 cars on the road in France. So to, deme- to increase the demand for buying cars, which would then cause people to buy more tires, Michelin came up with the idea to create like a free guide for all around France, which uh, included like a map. Oh. It included... Uh, Information for motorists, tire repair and replacement instructions, uh, car mechanics listings, hotels, gas stations throughout all of France. Oh. So it was like a tr- it was a travel guide for France. Yeah. Made by the tire company. Right. That that's smart. Yeah. That's right. Hella it's, it's smart. A, yeah, yeah. I mean, it costs you money up front. Yeah. But it's definitely going to help your product. Yeah. Sell. You're motivating people to wear their tires. Yes, yeah. exactly. And so. I guess now this book, when it gets released annually, it gets treated like the uh, Academy Awards in France when it comes out. Oh. Like people want to know, like, oh, who's still on the list, who got bumped off the list, et cetera, et cetera. But it's not just restaurants. It at this point in time, there I only focus on the restaurant side of things. Okay, okay. I think there might still be maps and guides, but who knows? We're not in France. Right, right. Okay, so we know that the tiers, as I'd mentioned, are one, two, and three stars. And I know you don't love pretentious anything. Like, yes. So there is actually a category for you, John. Called, oh, really? Yeah, Bib Gourmand, which is basically like the food is good and the prices are less than 40 bucks. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. So they, they actually have a like eat here. The food is good. It's less than 40 bucks. We, we have this tier. It's not we're going to not going to star it. Yeah. But it's going to get recognition in our guidebooks. Oh, yes. OK. OK. Dude, there are a ton of options in California of all the tiers, the three, um, three star, two star and one star. Bib Gourmand, there's a bunch. There's there's some in OC, Mexican food restaurants, um, uh, Portuguese, a lot of Chinese food in Arcadia. And like oh, really? San Gabriel has different tiers. Yeah. So overall, I mean, to wrap the episode, because we're kind of at time, but nonetheless, um, the Michelin Guide is legitimate. It's still something that is currently supported. They have it in multiple cities around the world. So major cities, L.A., New York, of course, Vegas used to have one. No more. Tokyo, London, Chicago has like a little bit of action there, too, as well. So really just major cities. They have a secretive person i oh they have a secretive reviewer they call an inspector who is anonymous <laughs> that rates the restaurant and they're never paid by the restaurant and they are not even allowed to tell their parents that that is their job wow so that they don't so get this influenced is serious. it's very very serious i wonder how you get the job as an inspector that's a good question you probably yeah. have to be part of the group that's printing it and then like work your way up yeah. that's what i would imagine yeah. But yeah, I mean, to like everybody's palate is different. That's what I mean. Like, how do they mix that up? Yeah. So it's like it's not just palate, obviously, experience, presentation. It's an art form. Right. It's a 
non-permanent art form what these three star restaurants are have you ever eaten at a michelin i've done a one star yeah um twice one in hong kong one here in la and did you like it the one in LA, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. They had a bowl, like it looked like a fish bowl. Yeah. With a layer of something on top that looked like a clear glass. And then we were supposed to crack that glass and eat the contents as well as that glass. But it was like a pla- it was like a candy coat on or something on top. I don't know what it was, but your mouth just like feels different textures and Get stuff. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Your mouth feels different textures. No, it really does. Like things like it's not. It doesn't taste like a taco. It yeah. doesn't have the texture of ground beef or rice or potatoes. So it's just a whole different experience. Oh, okay. You know, like the uh, that whole gastronomy, like the frozen nitrogen, nitrous frozen like foods and stuff, like. Yeah. That's part of it too, right? Uh, like soup in like a frozen bubble, but it's hot inside. Like weird, crazy. Wow, I didn't yeah, know that's what that meant. That's what all that stuff is, man. Uh, and so, yeah, you're paying for this weird experience or not normal experience. That's interesting. It's interesting enough. But is the food good? It, yeah, it is. It is good. So that's a factor. Uh, that's absolutely okay, the fact. Okay. It has to taste good. Yeah. And I want to be full yeah. after spending $200, $300 a plate. Oh, or wow. Or a meal. $200 a meal. Bib gourmand for me, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, I'm, well, I mean, I think you would be. It would. I think you would enjoy certain aspects of it. I took. I stretched you into the taco, best friends. That's not. That's not bib gourmand. Yeah. But it, I could say that could compete for that level. Oh, so yeah, I'll I'll eat that food any day. Right. So to take it the next tier, one star. Yeah. I, I think you'd have fun with it. It's it's just a nice once in a lifetime type of vibe. Yeah. Just the idea of spending three three hundred bucks, you know, on a yeah on a meal like. Mm-hmm. Let's say one fifty, right? But for me, yeah, for just you, right? So one fifty for like just you, taking my family or something. That's a grand. Yeah, you, you and the wifey. Yeah, yeah, I would never take the kids. That <laughs> shit. No way. Yeah, they, they wouldn't. Dis- they wouldn't even appreciate nope, it. No, they yeah. discover that on their own. They're, yeah, I'm not. Letting, I'm not yeah. gonna push that on them. Yeah, you do your Michelin star. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting though. That a tire company is behind, mm-hmm. and a, they've turned this into the, a whole other wing correct. of business, completely separate from tire Un- sales. Yeah. And it's not even a part of any traveling of wearing down of tires anymore. And it could be argued that it still serves its original purpose. It for over right. You years. got Michelin's on. I have Michelin tires right. on my and wheels. You're driving to Bib Gourmand. I am driving right. to Bib Gourmand's. I've eaten at a Michelin star. Yeah, intentionally because it was a one star. Um, yeah. So, oh, let me define the categories. One star is a very good restaurant in its category. Okay. Two star excellent cooking with a d- worth a detour. Okay. Number three exceptional cuisine worth a special journey. Those are really vague. <laughs> they that is vague. You that know you can fit vague. anything into those things. And that's why like as the raider guy or whatever it's called the inspector, it's like it's subject. It's got to be kind of subjective. They probably have to have some sort of like checklist formula yeah. that yeah. they're able to at least narrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. kind of how you define yeah. what each of those things are yeah that's tough ah, that's interesting mm-hmm. man because yeah to the palate the experience like one thing i like you might not like so yeah, how is for that sure. yeah how is that a thing right yeah yeah but you kind of have to ignore that as a food critic you know like you can't re- you're not going to be able to cater to everybody that's true that is yeah. true yeah 
But so, that's cool, man. It that's, is cool. That's cool, yeah. yeah. Car guy stuff and foodie world. Yeah, kind of blending, kind of blending it together. Yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense, man. Over a hundred years too. That's it's always cars and food, cars and coffee, cars mm, and donuts, r- cars and donuts. <laughs> yeah, cars yeah. and Michelin, Michelin, not Michelin. <laughs> Drive-throughs <laughs> are cars. Drive-throughs. And yeah. Maybe we should do more on like how cars have influenced infrastructure Ooh, okay right yeah drive-thrus yeah. is one thing i mean we dr- drive we have drive-through liquor stores here still and in, milk yeah you yeah in the old days it was milk right yeah yeah, yeah. yes yeah. yeah 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 that's interesting uh, the milkmen right milk like what were their vehicles ice cream men yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. ice cream men right uh-huh. Uh-huh. vehicles of choice mm-hmm. hmm the options are endless, but they I think that is our episode. How do you find us, John? You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91octane. And if you want to send us any emails, info at 91octane.com. Also, if you want to support the show, buy some of the best coffee you could ever try. Cafe Carrera, our coffee. Uh, and also sponsors of the show, uh, use code BIGWILLOW for 10% off your entire order. Also, we are starting a mailing list, and you're going to want to read it. So send us your emails if you want to join the mailing list. And if you want to support us in any other way, like, comment, subscribe, hate, post, share. Who cares? Do something and it helps. Yes. So thank you uh, for doing that. Any last words, Randy? Shout outs to the folks that bought some of our coffee in the past couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Much appreciated. Yeah. And some of the swag, too. Yes. Had to ship out yes. some swag recently. Yes. Very much appreciated. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Good night. Good night.